48. Back again. Coming at you. Here we are. Hot. Ooh, lukewarm. <laughs> uh, it says don't be that. I know. Come on. Coming at you cold. It says don't be that either. <laughs> <laughs> cold like I like my coffee. Gross. I actually like my coffee room temperature. Now it's about, it's a good time. People in the office, we probably talk about this all the time. We have a little Keurig in our office. I make coffee and I leave it. Mm-hmm. And then someone always brings it to me. Here's your coffee. I'm like, well, now I can drink it. It's been up there for 25 minutes. Like, now it's a good temp. Did you get burned as a child or something? Yeah. <laughs> I've had to tell a story before, right? Oh, no. No, I don't know this story. Not as a child. Oh, my wife can tell you about her getting burned. Oh, dear. Multiple times. By coffee? Mm-mm. I think by soup. Oh, boy. At a restaurant called Gondola. <laughs> When we have our wives on, we need to make a note. We need a producer. Hey, hey, producer, make a note if we want to talk about this with our wives. Tim, write this down. <laughs> Whatever Tim is. Timmy, um, what if we just had like a, we just from day one just said like, hey, Tim, write this down. And there was never a Tim. But everyone's like, who's down? <laughs> just like make up somebody. <laughs> We're not that smart, guys. Um, Too late. <laughs> Too late. No. And then she got burned by the stove once when she was a child by her mother. It was weird. It was an accident. It just happens. Um, got to learn that lesson the hard way sometimes. I got burned by hot chocolate. Mm. Not as a kid. I was driving. I was probably 17 years old. In the morning, driving to school, stopped at a gas station. Yeah. This is back when I didn't have a credit card. I didn't have a debit card. Yeah. I had to go inside and be like, put 15 on pump four. Yeah. I did that. I got me some hot chocolate. I'm walking to my car. I drink the hot chocolate. Burns my mouth. I slam the hot chocolate <laughs> on the ground. I get in my car and I drive off in a fit of rage. I make it two or three miles on the road and I go, I never got gas. Skirt. <laughs> I turned around. You got double burned. I went right back to the pump four and got it out. No one had used it. It was nice. still good. So I didn't lose my money. I would have been super mad if I would have lost that fifteen twenty. I got burned. I uh, lost my fifteen dollars. <laughs> Now I don't have hot chocolate. Yeah. No, I just don't like hot. I think I have a sensitive mouth ah. when it comes to like that stuff. Like yeah. that's, but like, it's also one of the worst feelings. Yeah. It's having like a burnt tongue, like the roof of your mouth yes. where you feel it. You're like, oh, no, this is no bueno. Pizza. Pizza always gets Pizza me. does it. Pizza will get you. And when we grill, I always kind of taste little things. You know, when you grill, grill, you, you get it off. Like, I want to taste it. And you're like, oh, it's too hot. <laughs> but I got to try. <laughs> But it hurts me. Oh, well, I'm sorry. I'm sorry the coffee hurt you. Speaking about getting burned, I have a burn mark on my arm. Mm. And, I, and I almost like cut my wrist off. Well, you had a rough day. I had a rough weekend last weekend of building a table. Yeah. We had an old table that I built like seven years ago at yeah. our house. It's a big table. It's a big white table. That would probably cost like four grand amount of wood. <laughs> Just for the wood, in. yeah. Yeah, it was two by sixes, whatever they are, they're <laughs> expensive. Probably not two, yeah, two by sixes. Anyways, we're redoing our furniture. Remember, it's like, we don't need this table anymore. It's kind of falling apart. It's been moved a few times, kind of janky. Yeah. So I took it apart and I built like a little prep table for my grill. Nice. So, you know, taking out old screws and whatnot. And I don't know if you ever used a Craig jig. No. You know what a Craig jig is? I do know what it is. Right, like a yeah. joiner Craig jig. Yeah. Well, the bit for a Craig jig is about eight inches long. Yeah. It's a super long. So I was like holding one board and putting it in, and it slipped, and it and it caught my Ooh. wrist, and that hurt. And then I was taking out some Craig jig uh, screws, 
and that screw got so hot it touched my forearm and just burnt me. Hazard. That's what happens when you're a manly a building woodsman, stuff. A craftsman <laughs> bluff park building a table. You gotta be tough. I, I, I am glad. So my parents were uh woodworkers um growing up. Like I've been around saws and sawdust yeah. and drills. So that's just and I, and I enjoy doing it. I enjoy building furniture. I don't do it as much as I wish because, you know. That'd be a cool hobby. Kids. Yeah. But I am proud of myself, and I'm like, I have a table here that's no longer good, but I want a table there. How can I take that apart and build what I want there? There you go. And it took me about two hours the other day. There we go. Reduce, reuse, recycle. Yeah. <laughs> and I have a bunch of wood in the back of my truck. So. What are you going to do with it? I mean, the bonfire pit. Okay. Or I could sell it in the black market and probably make a few grand, like I said. <laughs> It's just old, nasty yeah. wood, but you know, I'll put it in the, in the bonfire pit down here at church. So we'll we burn it. Have another bonfire. Keep it going. Love it. Man, I'm a little tired. I'm sorry. Student ministry yeah. is awesome. Yes. I'm about to be next month 37 years old. Ooh. There's not many. You're, you're, I'm getting up there. You're like a unicorn. <laughs> 37. Now, I know people that are 50 doing it. Yeah. That are older. I mean, People do it, but man, I feel like it keeps me young, but I feel like my recovery days of like <laughs> playing spike ball and I played basketball the other day with some students and I was like, I can't breathe. <laughs> like just out, like staying up late. But one thing I do love about having interns, we have two interns, Rachel and Bryce that work for us for like 11 weeks during the summer is I can do the thing and they're like still going. And I'm like, peace out guys. You guys got <laughs> keys. You guys can lock the church up. I'm going home. They I gotta takes, go to bed. They text me tonight at eleven o'clock, saying they're leaving church. I, like I was in bed, <laughs> I didn't get it. I was like, sorry. Yeah. Um, but grateful for. We try to hit it hard in the summertime. You got 10, 11 weeks to hit it hard. That's when you like, got when you got the kids. Let's go. So it's Tuesday nights together. It's Wednesday nights. It's Sunday nights. It's Six Flags. It's camp. It's float the Cahaba River. It's Beach blast retreats with some other churches. It's all of go. Mm. Then August, you just try to recover. <laughs> and August is your recovery days. There you go. In this. Um, well, hey, enough about me. How was your week? How was your time? It was great. It's great. Yep. It's a, a different, totally different thing for me. Like once, uh, once baseball's over for, oh, for the right. boys and, uh, Things just kind of start slowing down. We we do the pool a lot, so yeah, I, I you guys kinda, do it like I, twice a day. I feel uh, yucky saying that to you with all that you just said, but this we is see a, you at the pool enough. This is a different time for me. Yeah, but there's also times where we try to have dinner and you're like, Charlie has a game at 9 p.m. tonight. It's like, <laughs> it's yeah. so late. Yeah. Um, so I don't miss that. Yeah. I mean, I do miss being at the ballpark, but not being at the ballpark because sometimes y'all are there like. Mm nine to five like yeah there sometimes all day With long multiple kids playing yeah. yeah that's crazy it's fun though but yeah most people but again my august september which every year this always gets me every year i'm like oh i get to relax in august and september and then you're like nope <laughs> like there's always like weddings yeah. and things and other stuff going on and then that's when we take our family vacation yeah is in august because i can't during the summertime right and even though vacation, it's not. It's yeah, a trip. It's, it's a, a family, family trip. trip. That's a big difference. Going there. to the beach is not a vacation. You're a pack mule. I'm a human. I would say a good one. 
Like, I think I got it down packed. And my wife's always like, why are you buying this new like, Don't wagon? I'm, like, I'm the one that got to take it out I'm there. the one that's to carry it 200 <laughs> yards to the beach. I'm going to get yeah. a motorized wagon. Hmm. I dare you. Let me get like a jazzy. I want to see you riding on a motor, motorized wagon. I can't. Well, I have to put stuff in it. <laughs> I want you on top of the stuff, like like the clampets. I'm down. Yeah, I'll put good. a rocking chair up there and just <laughs> piece out on the beach. I love it. But I also do a little bit extra when we go to the beach. Well, like, that's just I, the way that I am. I know you. <laughs> I, I'll do a little extra. We got like a few tailgating tents, and I got the music and the table and maybe a grill, and we got all the things. If you're going to be down there. Because we did the beach wrong for years. Yeah. We would be like, do you have a towel? Like, I don't have anything. Like, <laughs> a chair? Oh, the sun's too hot. Let's go in. But now with kids, and now we're getting better at this. I'm like, it's so much trouble to get down there that you, you really got to stay like eight hours. You got to make it worth it. Yeah, because it's like I'm not like I'm not bringing the stuff for one hour at the beach. Yeah. I'm bringing the stuff for like we're we're gonna be. This is where we live now. <laughs> yes, this is where this, I'll, I'm gonna stay here tonight. <laughs> and all the beaches around here, like if you don't get down there at yeah. seven eight in the morning, you'll be you'll be two hundred yards from you, the water. You are, you're like I don't know where the beach is. I'm on the, I'm over here in the parking lot tailgating, <laughs> hoping I can make it to the beach. Anyways. That's a first world problem. Yeah. My, I'm sorry, guys, but we, that's just what it is right now. <laughs> what it is. Sorry it's, that my job is also playing spike ball and getting to hang out with students and going to Six Flags. But, but he's tired. Sometimes I get a little tired. Sometimes I get a little tired, but happy to be here. Episode 48. Man, we're getting close to that year mark. Almost a year in, man. Now, did I mention, I think I mentioned it episodes, episodes ago, <laughs> that this is not episode 48. Yeah. This is actually episode 47. Back in our infant days of the podcast, we missed one. We miscounted. If you go through, you could see it. I don't know what it is. It may be like 12, 14. Yeah. Like it just skips. So we're like, episode 48. It's not. So we have to do. We have to catch up by the year at least. What about episode zero, though? Does that count? Because that one's on there, too. Okay. Well, okay. So if you do by Maybe weeks. Maybe it evens out. Maybe it evens out. <laughs> but that was just an intro, right? I can't remember. <laughs> it was a year ago. It was almost a year ago. I'm getting in there. Well, hey, uh, no new updates, but again, love you guys. Um, continue to listen and rate and review and subscribe and hit us up. And we love getting the text messages and people just saying, hey, we listen. Um, it was cool. We were at camp. Uh, this is like three weeks ago or whatever. We were at a camp up in Nashville and having people come and be like, hey, man, I like your podcast. Like, oh, sorry, I didn't know you listened. Like, awesome. <laughs> um, just finding people to say they liked it. Yeah. Um, so if you listen, we like you. We love you. And if you don't listen, we still like you. Yeah, also them. We'll just love you if you listen to the podcast. <laughs> um, but yeah, so we're just so thankful for you guys that we get to do this. And I guess we'd do it if no one listened, but we're still here. Yeah. We're still here. So um, <clears throat> piggybacking off the last two weeks. Mm -hmm. Two weeks ago, we did a one-off we thought was going to be a one-off random on Philippians four, eight. I taught this class at camp and I was like, man, I want to do this four, eight. Um, it's really good. Whatever's pure, noble, excellent, praiseworthy, noble, true, all those things. Think about such things. We talked about the filtration system in your head, good things in good things, out, all that stuff. Then like if you read the Bible, you, <laughs> you read up a little bit, down a little bit, there's going to be gold. More good stuff. There's more good stuff. And so we really hit on Philippians 4, mm -hmm. um, kind of looking at like 4 through 9-ish. Yeah. It's like, man, there's a lot of good stuff. So we're kind of going through, 
maybe not verse by verse, but as I'm looking at it, maybe verse by verse, <laughs> um, just kind of going through this. And so last week we hit on four and we hit rejoice, rejoice in the Lord. Always. I will say it again. Rejoice. rejoice. There's an exclamation point, guys. <laughs> Read it that way. Um, respect the grammar, respect Paul's grammar. Um, and Chris did a great job last week of kind of leading us through the setting of Paul being in prison, mm. being um, in Rome, writing to this church of Philippi and, and laying this groundwork of like, I think it was, what did you say, Philippians 2, where this lays out Jesus. Like, yeah, yeah. This is why we rejoice. Mm -hmm. And in it, rejoice in the Lord right. always. Rejoice in Him. And um, if you didn't listen to last week, go back. A good, a good discussion on happiness versus joy yeah. and external and the deep joy that we have. Um, in that. So, um, now we're going to hit four or five. Mm -hmm. We're going to jump into four or five. So after that, it says rejoice in the Lord. Always. I will say it again. Rejoice. Verse five, let your gentleness be evident to all. Ooh, the Lord is near. Mm. That's all we're going to hit on. Cause I think we're going to hit next week on verse six. Cause there's a lot of good stuff in that too, but let your gentleness be evident to all. Mm. And as we kind of discussed this, you were like, we don't talk in a church a lot about gentleness. Yeah. And I really think in our society, we don't talk a lot about gentleness. Yeah. Um, it, it is. Well, and I would also say as a man, yeah. it is not talked about. Right. Yeah. Like for sure. This idea of gentleness. Yeah. Kind of gets this negative feel to it. Why is that? Uh, I think gentleness is kind of un-American. <laughs> As like two weeks ago, we just had 4th of July and you think about like Axel Jim Duggan. And you're we're blowing about stuff like up. Blowing, like, yeah. Right? Like, who do, who, think about who we raise up as Americans. as like military, like George Washington, yeah. uh, Teddy G Roosevelt. G.I. Joe. Yeah, like manly. Axel Jim Duggan. Harsh men and women who yeah. were willing to do whatever it took to achieve whatever the the end to go beyond and to go further yeah. and to and to take that risk and to do that and like that kind they, of they weren't known for gentleness <laughs> they weren't known for gentleness um yeah and so I, I think we don't talk a lot about this the bible talks about it quite a bit and they use a few different words um, on, on what it is, but, but also, and we talked about this episodes, episodes, episodes ago on like the cancel culture. Yeah. I think also we're in a culture of not gentleness, but we're in a culture of outrage. Mm, yes. Right. Like I think if you're on that, I will say the garbage Twitter, which I am on, <laughs> it is, it's, it's a lot of hate. It's a lot of outrage. Yeah. And if you watch any kind of news, it is just hate and outrage and outrage. And we're kind of in that. Like we want our, 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 um, our, our brains, we get the juices flowing whenever we see outrage. We're like, Ooh, I want to see that. Yeah. I want to see what happens next. Yeah. It's I want to part of it yeah. or I want to get outraged. Yeah. You go to a restaurant and the food's not right at someone's table and they start yelling. You see that and you're like, dang, it's just chicken, man. Just chill out, <laughs> right. But like, People like to get outraged. Yeah. I don't know why that is. Yeah. I, I don't know what, well, they don't have gentleness in them, <laughs> right? They're not living this out, but 
for some reason in our society, culture, mm. United States, we are big about an outrage deal. Yeah, that's that's absolutely right. And uh, you know, I I don't I don't know what what you got in your notes. <laughs> um, so I hope I'm not stepping into something before you're ready to get no, there. Go ahead. Um, but the the Bible and in particular Philippians is all about flipping over power dynamics. And mm -hmm. so mm -hmm. uh, the picture that we have of Jesus is he's God, but he gave up all that power to become a servant. And that's our, our model. Um, you sort of see the opposite of that with this whole cancel culture outrage thing. People who have previously had no power all of a sudden have a voice and a platform and they, in, instead of uh, rejecting that power to, to, you know, to lead with gentleness and humility or whatever, they really lean into it and they say, oh, people like it when I get oh, yeah. angry and I've got this power that I can uh, inflict damage or whatever on people that I disagree with. It's, and it's a whole, there's two different things going on there that I think. Well, we kind of reward people for that because they will typically, well, they're strong and mm. they're outspoken yeah. and they're, they're a good leader if they're this. And we kind of look to that. But you're right. Like Paul in a Bible lot, especially life of Jesus, it's this upside down cultural mm -hmm. shift. Yeah. And today I think it's hard for us to see that. Yeah. It's hard for us because we elevate certain people, certain attributes mm. certain personalities yeah. up yeah i mean just look at church culture like yeah all the celebrity pastor issues and like this is right in line with that yeah and and it goes up and we lift them up and for some reason we have put that sphere that pedestal is more important than anything else yeah like that celebrity yeah of a leader a celebrity a ceo a newscaster sports person whatever it is if they have that grit, grind mentality, we're yeah. like, ooh, look at them. Yeah. If we look at someone else who's a little more meek and gentle, we're like, oh, well, they will get run over. Yeah. Well, that's not what the Bible says. Yeah. Right? There's some give or take here. Um, Matthew, or in Psalm 37, 11, and either Matthew 5, 5, it says, the meek shall inherit the land. Mm. And meek and gentleness are kind of used the same way. And when we think about meek, a lot of times when you think about the picture of Jesus, yeah. you see this little frail <laughs> holding the lamb, like, oh, I'm little Jesus. Like, I mean, he was a carpenter. Yeah. I think Jesus was probably jacked. Yeah. I think they all probably were jacked. Yeah. Like, you had to use the land. They didn't, like me, have a motorized vehicle trying to get to the beach. They're <laughs> over there, like, carrying yeah. whatever they have. Um, but, but, you know, we talk about inherit the land. We'll, we'll, we'll inherit the kingdom. It says those who are meek, those who are gentle. Mm. Um, if you go back in Psalm 37, one, we're talking about those that like to get angry and have that outrage culture. It says, do not fret the evil doers. Mm. And I love that of almost kind of like a starting point yeah. of don't fret, don't let them get you down. Like yeah. Things may be pushing against you because we can't assume that every person Christian or not is on the same wavelength as we are trying to be gentle. Yeah. If that was the case, <laughs> we wouldn't have this outrage culture. We yeah. wouldn't have this stuff. We're all in the same playing field, yeah. which is what is intended to be, Yeah. you know, to make it easier, but that's not the world we live in. Yeah. So we have to live against, push against, uh, live 
countercultural to things around us. And part of that is being gentle yeah. and do not fret the evildoers. Don't, don't go back at them with that. Mm. Um, in there, right? Um, Matthew eleven twenty nine. what you just talked about is Jesus presents, Jesus presents himself as one who is gentle and lowly in heart. Yeah. Now we use that word lowly and we're like, Oh, <laughs> cute. It's like, no, it, it, this one who is a gentle person. Yeah. Um, if you were to define gentleness last week, you threw me and asked me what time I had joy. <laughs> uh, if you were to just define gentleness in a worldly or biblical state, what would you put it as? Yeah. Um, um, just the first in your thought. Hmm. Gracious. Okay. Um, so, and I guess what I mean by that is sort of uh, responding um, with grace in every situation yeah so and and we may we may touch on this but like that is a fruit of the spirit mm. that is a maturing thing and doesn't really have anything to do with your uh your makeup right oh yeah yeah so like and, and we can talk about that more but i think it's like it's having a gracious heart a gracious attitude towards others so, yeah, I think that's true. So, and that you, may be too churchy. I may, I may need to even define that, but you tell me. <laughs> no, 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 it's good. Um, I want to talk about what gentleness is not. Okay, that'll help. Right? Yeah, yeah. So, like, <laughs> to get to the definition, let's see what it's not, because I feel like we always lean towards these. Uh, gentleness is not a personality type. Yes. Right? And you kinda and that's kind of what that, I was getting at. Right? Yeah. It's not like your makeup. So, there's some people who are like, well, I'm just not gentle. Yeah. No. Like it's not a personality. This isn't this isn't part of like the Enneagram. Yeah, that's I'm really a good. I'm a one. I'm an eight. I'm a nine. Yeah. I'm a three. Here's what I do. This is just who I am. You don't get some sort of personality out on right? this one. Yeah, you don't <laughs> get. You know, and we talked about this before about like serving and doing things. Some people are like, well, I'm not gifted at that, so I don't. No, no. We're called to serve. You serve. Yeah. We're called to be gentle. You be gentle. Yeah. Even though that's not your initial mm -hmm. personality, you may have to work at it. It's a working right. <laughs> yeah. well, we talked about last week about joy. Yeah about having that and it's like well i just don't know it, it it is a byproduct of the fruit of the spirit yeah it is a fruit of the spirit yeah it's a byproduct of the spirit of working on being gentle so uh -huh. it's not a personality type you yeah. can't go online and fill out a 50 you know, questionnaire <laughs> and be like well i'm not gentle <laughs> sorry <laughs> sorry about that yeah that's a good um, starting point it, it is not a lack of emotion mm but the moderation of motion. That's good. Of emotion. Yeah, that's good. Right? So it's not a lack of emotion. Being gentle doesn't mean that you're just this you're like quiet, yeah. like just milk toast. What a great word. Ooh. <laughs> you're not yeah, just this blank yeah. canvas. But no, you have emotion, but it's the moderation of emotion. It's that's handling good. that. Yeah. And we're we'll talk about that in here in a little bit. It's also not weakness. Mm. And we like to put gentleness and meek with weakness. Just because it rhymes doesn't mean it means the it same doesn't thing. mean that it makes sense. Um, well, and I think Jesus is a really like stark example of that. He's God. He has all the power of God, but he chooses not to engage it. That is gentleness and meekness, I not sing, weakness. I want to sing a song, but I'm not going to. <laughs> Do it. He could have called. That's right. Right? Like yeah. he could have called 10,000 angels. Right? And that's so true. He, he has all the power of the universe. Yeah. And he reigns it in, which is a moderation of yeah. his emotion. Absolutely. And weakness. Um, it's also not just being nice. Yeah. It's not just a nice person doesn't mean they're gentle. Mm -hmm. um, because being 
um, being gentle is not someone who is, this is a lot of double negatives. <laughs> uh, you are not someone who is never disagreeable. Okay. Yeah. Right. So, that sense. so that doesn't mean that you're never you disagreeable. Go, go along to like, get okay, along. I'll yeah. do that. I'll do that. No. Gentleness is reigning in that and reigning in your emotions. And you're not a pushover. Yeah. Either. Right. So if someone's a pushover. Well, hey, they'll do whatever. Who cares? Yeah. No, that's not gentleness either. Yeah. Um, it's this balancing act of dealing um, with your emotions. And it's a form, which I would say, one of the hardest forms, but it is a form of strength. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So w- when we talk about forms of strength, we like to talk about one muscles or bigger in life personalities or these things of like, no, they're strong in this area. Yeah. We don't lift up someone being strong in their emotions and strong in gentleness. But right. It, it is an ultimate, I think, form of strength, which we see that in Jesus. Yeah, for sure. Um, in that is this big form of strength there. Um, James 3.18, it says, And a harvest of righteousness is sown in peace by those who make peace. So it's this idea of um, this righteousness sown in peace and like in gentleness by those who also make it. Yeah. Um, and making that is a form of doing it. Yeah, I, I, that, that's a really, I'm glad you, you brought that up. Uh, when you hear gentleness, when you hear meekness, uh, it's easy for the the brain to kind of click over to something passive. Yes. That, uh, that uh, this is a way of uh, experiencing things that happen to you. But what I see in that James verse is like, no, this gentleness is active. It's proactive. It's yeah. someone who seeks out restoration and peace for themselves and for the people around them. I think that's a very different thing. And the way you do that is actively being gentle. Yeah, and, right. And, and it's that learning. It's this balancing act. It's yeah. this pushing and pulling. When do I speak? When do I let up? When do I silent? When do I push forward? Yeah. And which again, which is a um, huge form of strength of knowing how to temper your emotions and temper your tongue yeah. and temper a lot of those things. Yeah, because wisdom, again, yeah. we're in that outrage. If I say things faster, louder, <laughs> more violently and use certain words, then that's going to put me ahead of you. And I'm going right. to win a debate. I'm going to mm. win this over Yeah, when that's Jesus did that, mm. but in a gentle way, right? Right. When he is with people, when he's with the Pharisees and he would talk to them like, well, if you haven't sinned, then you cast the first stone. Yeah. It's like Jesus could have went off, yeah. but he used his words in that gentle manner to get his point across. And they're mm. like, oh, okay, yeah. <laughs> I gotcha, right? Kind of having that. Um, gentleness is the virtue that tempers our anger. Mm. And so if you are somebody who is like constantly angry yeah. and constantly going that way, gentleness in you is going to help temper that and kind of rein that anger in. Yeah. Um, and there's probably times that you should be angry. Mm. Jesus was angry at times. Yeah. But more than likely, I'd say more times than not, gentleness should rule over that. Yeah. Um, so I think there's also a difference between um, self-control mm-hmm. and gentleness. Yeah, I think so. Right? Um, I think self-control restrains our passions yeah that's good like we like we're looking more of a which is a little bit of what i talked about just non-gentleness and you may say hey you're going back and forth (laughs) but i think like self-control 
which it, which I think your gentleness might start with, you know, self-control. Again, it has to be mm. an action before it's an attitude. You, yeah. you have to work on it to what's really inside of you. But just like self-control is, I won't do these things because I'm fighting back so hard. <laughs> yeah. Not to say and not to do. Yeah. But I think gentleness, um, I think with gentleness, our anger is tamed by our wisdom. Yeah. So through the wisdom of... Uh, the Holy Spirit and through the wisdom of the fruits of the Spirit and joy and peace mm. and those things, yeah. that's where we learn and grow out our gentleness to those, you know, and who we come in contact with. Yeah. It's not just straight might and self-control. It's an inward out of like joy. Yeah. Like things we talked about before of let me work on those. Yeah. Um, and out of that outflowing I'm going to be a more gentle person. Yeah. With that. I think there's, uh, there's two different ways that this can go. Like, and identity is, uh, crucial to both. So like, there's one side of this where it's like, man, if I'm just an angry person who is ready to fly off the handle at any point, and I'm going to exert the power that I have to get whatever done that yeah. I want to get done that person has to take a step back and say, no, I'm not driving this ship. God is in control of my life mm -hmm. and in control of this situation. And in what ways is he calling me to uh, be gentle in the way that I'm dealing with people as I try to follow God's will for my life? That's one way. The other way is a struggle for like me personally. Mm -hmm. I'm a very agreeable person. Uh, I like everybody to be happy. I want everybody mm -hmm. to get along. And so sometimes I can convince myself that um, going along with whatever everybody else wants to do is gentleness when really it's actually just weakness. And so in the same way, I have to trust in my identity in Christ to, to know and that maturing uh, wisdom process to know when I do need to speak up and say, no, I don't think we're doing this right. Yeah. And, and to, and to, to have a voice, but with gentleness, right? Yeah. So so, yeah. It can go which, both ways. Which is, which is the, which is the deal of, again, gentleness doesn't mean that you're a pushover. Right. But it is taming that when do I say things? So right. it, it doesn't mean that you never say things yeah. and that you never speak your opinion or voice but in the manner that you do it, is it is it not like, man, Chris is always just even killed. He's long for the show. And then all of a sudden, man, he just raged out because we want to do this thing. He didn't. <laughs> it's like, no, how you speak against yeah. something, are you also doing that with gentleness? Yeah. Um, which I think, um, you know, it, it's working from within. Uh -huh. James 3.17, which if you went back from that 3.18, you go 3.17, it says, but the wisdom from above is first pure. Then peaceable, gentle, open to reason, full of mercy, mm -hmm. which you talked about earlier, and good fruits, impartial and sincere. Yeah. So, like the wisdom of God, which is what we're all trying to obtain, is right. working to, for more wisdom. It's first pure. Yeah. Then peaceable and gentle, open to reason, full of mercy and good fruits. And so, I I think in that too of like, which I think is a big struggle for Christians, which I I. I it, I know by research and stats and all those things, like people don't like Christians because they think one, they think one of their hypocrites and yeah. two of their is always negative. Yeah. 
and that it is a bunch of you're going to hell because you do this, this, and this, and this, and right. they are kind of angry and they fight for this and that. Yeah. And um, I wonder if if churches, if the church, God's church, global church, wouldn't have this new restoration that's already been working if all of the Christians took on James 3.17. Yeah. And was peaceable and was gentle and was gentle, was open to reason, full of mercy and good fruits, mm. fruits of the spirit, have those good fruits there, um, and sincere. Mm. And I think gentleness, I think a lot with what we talked about last week and joy. I think if we were to put on, and again, I think love and peace is in there as well. Right. But I think if we looked at this and joy and gentleness, if we were to put those two at the forefront of our minds and hearts yeah. and said, let me really work on this. I think the church, the big church would grow because people are seeing that, that yeah. they want. Yeah. People want you to be gentle to them. They yeah. want you to be joyful. They want you to be pure and sincere and reasonable and all these things. Yeah. But I don't think that's the rap that Christians get all the time. Yeah. Well, I would I would be really interested, and I'm sure there's a study out there or something. Just like, what what's your first thought? What's your what comes to mind when you hear about the church and like what what people would say? But read read this verse. It says, "Let your graciousness be known to everyone." Yeah. So what but, now? So Paul's writing a letter to a church community. Yours says graciousness. Uh, mine says gentleness. Right. Yeah. Gentleness. Let your gentleness be, gracious be evident and known to all. So what, what Paul is saying is yes. like, if the people in Philippi were surveyed and they said, <laughs> what do you think about this new community? This What's going on there? Their first answer should be, man, they're really gentle people. Yeah. Yeah, man. I think if, if, if we could say that of Homewood Church, where we are, or if we could say that wherever. of the church in Birmingham, yeah. the church in America, wherever. global... If the first thing that came to people's minds when they thought about followers of Jesus was gentleness, it's that's a game changer. A, that's a whole different thing, man. Yeah, and I, I heard someone speak on this before about we as we as Christians like to draw lines in the sand, mm. right? Yeah, we like to draw a line. We want like, yeah, we want to know who's in, who's out, who's out, or it's like. If, if you're on this side of that line, then you're out of us because you do X, Y, Z. We want you to be a part of us. So you have to come in to this area. Yeah. And what this a speaker talked about was we need to be less about drawing lines and more about drawing circles Yeah. around and expanding our circles. Yeah. That doesn't mean that we waver on our beliefs, Yeah. but we are open and gentle and loving and full of mercy and gracious to be like, yeah, we're not perfect either. Cause I think the number one thing when people think about church is hypocrites. Yeah. So they think, well, you think you have it right and I don't, but I know you don't. So who do you think you are? <laughs> yeah. Right. And so if we were to open this gentleness up being like, I'm not perfect, neither are you, but let's help each other. Yeah. Let's work together in our circle. Instead of drawing lines in sand, we draw circles in sand and say, we want you in here. Yeah. Um, and I've told this story. I don't know if I've told the story in here, but we were talking um, 
on, I did not plan to get into this today, <laughs> but um, I, I remember I went to a conference years ago or I went to some youth ministry thing um, and then a guy come and speak um, who is gay and he belongs to the church um, and he's a Christian um, and people kind of asked him questions Yeah, and he was gay and opened up and he said, I want you to think about a 12, 13 year old who is now starting to question mm. their sexual identity, yeah. question who they are. I'm like, okay, he goes, you have one group, the church, who has drawn a line in the sand mm. and has said, if you're this, you're out. Yeah. Because this is not of the Bible. Yeah. He says, but you have another crew that is gay, that is homosexual, and they're like, you are part of us no matter what. Yeah. You belong here. And they're gentle to them. Yeah. For a 13, 14, for a 30-year-old, for a 50-year-old, no matter how old you are, which group would you want to go to? The one that says, and not in a gentle love, you better fix yourself or you're not a part of this. Or one <laughs> that says, you're part of us no matter what. Yeah. I want to be the church that says, we love you and God loves you no matter what. And, and that's a form of showing this gentleness mm. spirit and not pushing and fighting and being loud. And let me read you the book, chapter, verse. Yes, we believe the Bible. Yeah. We also believe in love and mercy mm. and show your gracious and gentleness to all. Yeah. Where if that other crew goes, well, you want to be a part of them? Hey, they're pretty awesome too. Like, <laughs> I want to be a part of that. I want this circle to be big enough where everyone looks at the church and says, I want to be a part of that. Yeah. Because they're full of joy and love and peace and patience and goodness and all those things. Um, and I think if we start with gentleness and joy mm. and mercy, then I, I think God wants us to use those things um, to show his love to other people. Cause that's what Christ is to us. Yeah. He's joy and he's peace and he's gracious and he's gentle and he's full of mercy and love mm. to us. We need to, with wisdom, you know, like with, with the wisdom that comes from above, yeah. use those things outward to other people. Yeah. And I think again, gentleness is a part of that. Yeah, for sure. I mean, it's, it's a, it's, it's alive and dynamic in, in what we choose to otherize. Uh, yeah. Um, yeah. But the church is just like humanity in that way. We want yeah. to say, we're us, you're you. And, you know, if you want to be part of us, come be a part of us. But if not, you know, sorry. But what we choose to draw those lines about is really interesting and it's typically things that we don't have problems with <laughs> the things that we have problems with yeah we kind of gloss over those greed yeah anger oh yeah you know hatred mm -hmm. uh we don't we don't we don't place those same barriers on on, on ourselves and say well you have to have a pure heart that's free of all anger before you can come be a part of our community so it's just really easy to do when it's not your problem Right. Absolutely. But if we recognize the humanity in all people and not just humanity, but the image of God in all people, if you don't see people as a sin or a thing, mm -hmm. you see people as children. And sons that's and our starting place. Yes. Yeah. That's, that's where gentleness and can And How begin. would you not yeah. show gentleness to that? Yeah, if it's, exactly. Right. Yep. Um, yeah. Yeah. That's, that is a starting place of the joy that you are a child of God. Mm. And that should, should, um, overwhelm and overflow out of you to other people that you're going to treat them 
reasonably and with joy mm. and with gentleness and with love because they're the same thing too. Yeah. Now they may be different further along in their spirituality and in their wisdom than you are. And yeah. that's okay. Yeah. We all start someplace and in the big scheme of things, we're never going to be Jesus. Yeah. So we can't keep comparing like, well, I'm more, no, <laughs> we're all on the same page together and yeah. working with them. Um, but in this idea of gentleness, I, you know, I just wanted to look at, it's, it's not being a pushover. It's not being quiet. It's not a personality trait. It is taming your emotions the right way mm. to, I think, um, exhibit and show uh, 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 the kingdom of God the best way. Yeah. Um, and if you come in contact with somebody and, it is, and, 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 you, are at, and you are at disagreement, mm. Could they come away with that situation or that environment? Could they come away with that, you know, interaction with you and go, hey, I don't agree, but man, they were gentle. Yeah. And they were nice. Yeah. And they were cordial. And that was like, okay. Yeah. Um, instead of like, man, they were a jerk. And yeah. they just wanted to get their way and yeah. this and that. Like, if we did a little bit of that, I think the world would be a little better place. I think so too. Or a lot better place. Um, well, hey, I, I've, that's four, was it four or five? Four five. Four five. We hit four four eight. Four 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 five. Next week we're gonna jump into I think a hard topic. I think this may be a little bit harder. Do not be anxious about anything, but in every situation, by prayer and petition with thanksgiving, present your request to God. Four six. It's always tough when you say anything and everything. <laughs> <laughs> in everything and everything. Oh, that, come that on. It means no exceptions. Not at all. Well, hey, uh, we appreciate you guys listening again this week. Rate, review, subscribe, reach out, contact, share. Be our friend. We want we want to hear from you. If you're in another country, if you're out in India, if you're out in wherever's, hit us up mm-hmm. um, and say hi to us. Yeah. But hope you have a good week. Um, rejoice always. Again, I say rejoice. Rejoice and let your gentleness be.